Hi, my name's Tim. And I'm Cassandra. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the European, European Soapbox. So the last day of finals at UNC is December 10th, and a mere four weeks after that is our start of our next classes. So what we're going to do this for this podcast episode is talk about, I guess, what our schedule is, how we prioritize our schedule, whether it's the time of the class or the teacher, the material, all that. And Tim and I have very, very different, I guess, ways to choosing our class. If that makes sense. <laughs> totally, totally. And b- before we get into that, I'm going to call you out. You don't have finals next week. Well, uh, no, no, no. I mean, like, the last, the most unfortunate time of finals is December 10th. I finished finals on December 3rd on the first day of finals. Which is so terrible because I slept three after that, <laughs> after today. Um, but, yeah, we, we really are different when it comes to choosing classes. It's It's odd. You might know. have a more methodical way of choosing them. You have a more thought out way of choosing it yeah i know we, we were talking about it sort of before and and like i guess there's a system somewhere in my thinking but i don't know if it's as clear as i like to think <laughs> well you go through it and then i'll of course critique it okay okay all right so you want me to go first <laughs> yes all right so i transferred into unc right and i had my two majors laid out and i was like okay i made it two spreadsheets or something like that with listed a bunch of class options and like which ones would overlap this that and everything and then i looked at the 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 possible courses i could take wrote on little note cards um the class number i wanted and which ones interested me i then put them on a bulletin board and every semester i go on to the course catalog or corsicle or whatever corsicle is this really cool like calendar memorizing thingy it's fantastic i love it and you can put in your little classes and it shows like your schedule and then i i type in all my classes that are on my little bulletin board that i have planned I, i'm using air quotes planned <laughs> for this semester and then i look and then i see which ones clash which ones don't which ones i want to take which ones i don't want to take see if there's some different classes that maybe i'm considering for some reason and then just fill in the schedule so it sort of works nicely i mean that's probably one of the most thought out ways to doing it it well yeah no but i i, I have the list of classes and nothing else <laughs> <laughs> I, but it changes every semester so it makes sense that you just have like the number and then see what what's available i mean it makes sense what you're doing does make sense it, I, if you say so if you say so it's a, it's a Registration is one of my least favorite things about UNC. I love registration. I hate registration. I, I hate the process that UNC has, but I like the act of registering. Oh, I like classes. the act of registering. Okay, okay, I hate okay, the process. Okay. It, it drives me insane. For the first like three semesters, I didn't get into some of my classes, mm. which is just so frustrating. Then you have to send emails and pray you get in, and then it doesn't work, and then you need to find an alternative. And so the last few semesters, I've always had like a backup plan. Mm-hmm. Like if this doesn't work, I need to I need to switch these classes and move <laughs> that one, in, unenroll from this one. And it's just such a hassle. And then suddenly you're over twelve cre- or over seventeen credit hours, and then you can't enroll in any more classes. And, and then you got to drop a few. To- <laughs> it's Jeez a mess. Louise. It's a mess. I go in. So 
I look at my majors, look at what classes I've taken, and with both of my majors, it's they're because of the similar, I guess, material. I can definitely like flip flop. If there's a class in X major, then I can put the other classes towards the other one, and then I don't know, find one that works. Uh, when I actually register, I look for classes that either are in political science, Euro, history, or something else, global studies. Go through those, figure out which ones look interesting, put them all in Corsical, and then by schedule and teacher. Like, I very much value the input of others when it comes to teachers and um, class times. I, I fully don't. It's That's, shocking. It's, like, if there's one class with three different professors, so say, I mean, it's more common in, say, chemistry classes, like one-on-one yeah, courses. Yeah, 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 yeah. Then I, you, you definitely, I guess you don't, but I would definitely look at which one is rated highest on Rate My Professor. Oh, you know what? I, I do do that. I just don't use Rate My Professor or ask friends. I ask teachers. Interesting. And they're willing to just like... Some of them are quite honest, yeah. Or some Ooh. of them will give like recommendations as to like who you should definitely take. Okay. Or like, That's... this is a really good class. I highly recommend it. I love this call. Like, they're great. Um... How many classes do you usually put on a Corsicle? Uh, I'd say max, maybe six to see what works. How many? No, like you... at the beginning. Like, like when you're I'm... just putting things into Corsicle. Yeah, about six. Cause I... Oh, okay. <laughs> Cause I don't. <laughs> How many do you put? Probably like 20. Are you serious? I put every open section of every class I want to take into Corsicle. Do you not like make... So on Corsicle, there's the option to... Make a calendar. No, make like two like various schedules. No, I just put it all in one. That's so messy. Uh, well, then I go in and then I say, okay, there's three sections here. I don't really want to take either of the two sections here. I can get rid of those two. And then I delete them. Mm-hmm. And then I have one class there. And then I just go through day by day to figure out which class do I want to take. Do I really want to take this class? No, I'll throw out this class. And then I can also see if I don't get into this section, I'll have another section there. You know? I guess it's it's i this is where the method myth, methodology goes out the window i'm so telling you do you only look at those classes once your registration spot has open or is no, all this no no this, this is, is all pre, pre. this is pre oh, okay, you can't okay. do it when your registration spot is open that's insane sometimes i do that i i kind of i mean especially this year i registered 7 a.m on the first day all of the classes were open you got so lucky with that what did you get Nine thirty on the third day really i know crazy isn't it yeah that's actually really unc like, senior. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah and i mean i just I just always have everything already in my shopping cart so the only thing i need to do when it hits 9 30 or whatever the time is is press enroll spam click it till it works <laughs> oh my gosh so what classes are you taking next semester i'm taking advanced international economics mm-hmm. um with apparently a really great professor who is it are, um, are we allowed to name drop we won't name drop. Okay. We won't name okay. drop. <laughs> uh, in case we end up complaining about class. <laughs> no, but but really, it's it's apparently a great class. Well, there's only one teacher that ever teaches it, so we sort of shot ourselves in the foot. Um, it, yeah, I, I, he was highly recommended by other professors. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm taking Business German. It's the second one in a series, which I'm highly excited for. I had the first one this semester, and it was a great time. I am taking, oh, man. Um, ger- intro to German literature. Okay. Because that's what I need f- to finish up my minor. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's only one section available, so. <laughs> um, and then I am taking a 
introduction to Marxist literature class. Um, just because, one, I really like the professor. I had him this semester. Great person. Um, and it seems like there's a lot of active discussion about the literature, and I've, I've never actually read any Marx's works, and I mm -hmm. thought I should educate myself on what exactly is being said here. I might not agree with it, but <laughs> I think I should educate myself. That's what college is for. So how many hours is that? Just 12. Okay, so... I want an easy senior spring. Um, that's how mine is. For yeah. our soap soapbox start. <laughs> I'm still trying to push this idea on Cassandra. Soapbox um, soccer. Okay, what are, you, what are you taking? So I'm taking a upper level it's a seminar in historical analysis uh i don't really know what it is i believe we just learn how to do research in history Jeez. i could be wrong that's um, rough and then <laughs> i don't think it's gonna be that bad uh geographies 464 which is like the geographies of pan europe or something it seems really that cool. That sounds cool. Yeah, it's with a really a professor that I've heard is really good, and even from our who? advisor. Other professors, or from our advisor. We'll talk about that in a second. Our advisor. Yeah. Yeah, because that's her. essential to. <laughs> yes, if you don't talk to your advisor, there's a lot you're missing out on. Yes. Okay. Keep going. Um, and then I'm taking. I can't remember what. Ooh, the history of France and Algeria. I don't know whether to be excited for that or not. I know very little about the two of their history. And once again, I think it's a good thing that you're getting educated about this stuff. <laughs> um, and then my last course is just my thesis course, which is oh, once a week. Oh, that's right. Does it, does it still count as a three-credit hour? Yes. Wow. And that's so nice. <laughs> this past semester, it counts as an honors course, but it does not count as the like a global studies credit but this semester because i decided to continue with it does count for the major cool. as well as the honors credit very very fantastic fantastic yeah. all right our advisor our advisor can we name drop her no okay so um <laughs> she's amazing fantastic um, essential to registration because you meet with her prior to registration mm -hmm. and you sort of say here are the classes i want to take mm -hmm. and then she says don't take that one. Take this one. This is not a good professor. Take this one. Maybe consider doing this. Do that. Wait, you're missing this for your major requirement. Fix it. Like, Yeah. Amazing. Because she has no horses in the race, she is very much willing to put her own opinion or whatever opinion she's heard yes. of XYZ professors. And that transparency is so refreshing. It is so nice. Because there were quite a few class. I met her junior year, fall of junior year, um, when I decided to become a euro major and with the from the get-go she was very very honest about what professors to and not to take there were two classes that i distinctly remember that she said you cannot take this professor i've only heard complaints and i was like and then i had a friend who took the class this semester and was complaining about it and i was like i am so glad <laughs> that i did not take that poly class. And oh, oh, I do I do have to say this on, on behalf of the devil's advocate. I've taken some classes that everybody has complained about, and I've actually quite enjoyed them. I have. I have not with a poly class. I have with STEM classes. I have with all kinds of classes. Interesting. I mean, it's, yeah. There are some cases, even this semester, where it gets to a point where even if the professor isn't great, I just kind of work with it. and. Something I have noticed about course uh no read my professor mm -hmm. difficulty is very very subjective oh yeah i've taken yeah. some hard classes quote, air quotes quote, again yeah. um 
that were not hard. Mm-hmm. And I've taken some easy classes that were so difficult. <laughs> yeah, I think that part, I'd say the only part that I really look at is the the actual rate of the professor. And then look, I look at the little comments to say, sometimes they say, oh, there's XYZ forum posts every single week, or there's an essay. Or- Here's what I look at. I didn't realize this. Once I sort of have my list finalized, mm-hmm. I go on to Connect Carolina to mm-hmm. get like when class is ready. Then I look at their description of the course. Yes. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they'll upload a syllabus. I I like that's only that's a new feature. That yes. didn't happen freshman, sophomore, and that's I don't fantastic. think fantastic. The teachers that upload a syllabus they're organized. I love them. They're organized. Yes. You know that they, they are the people that you you gotta you gotta try to get. Mm-hmm. And I have I will say there are some classes where I wanted to take them. I emailed the professor and they sent me their draft syllabus and that was very very helpful emailing a professor and getting a response before registration is a fantastic sign and it also shows that maybe they're actually like organized and respond to emails (laughs) (laughs) yeah because there there was one professor i can't remember who it was but at the beginning of the semester i don't know if you were there when somebody told the story that they said do not email me i will not yeah that's crazy nuts 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 i couldn't imagine having a teacher like that me neither but um (laughs) That's a red flag. That is a big red flag. If they outwardly say, do not email me, I don't think... Because it just shows that they... I don't know. And if they also... All right, UNC professors, I'm I'm sorry. Don't consider this slander of any sort. (laughs) I love you. I love the school. Don't, don't, don't. Yeah. Um, Some professors aren't there to teach. They just need to teach. They just need to because they want to do research. I do agree. And sometimes you get a professor like that. And there are some professors who are on tenure that are still there. Yeah. And, and you notice it. As soon as you first day in the class, you're like, got it. These are I one understand of these. now. Which is, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Don't, get, don't get us wrong, UNC. I know you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, it's... it's. It hurts learning. It, it does. And while you might get... Um, a decent grade in the class you you're not gonna get as much as you could out of it right i love walking into a class and the professor like the vibe the professor gives you is just i want you to learn yes i, I love I that love i've had a and few of those most of the professors i've had at unc are like that to be honest mm-hmm. with you it's yeah even over zoom yeah especially I over zoom to be exciting. honest with you those well, teachers that were like ready to learn like come on we got energy today yeah it's great um Okay, I, I got a question for you because I don't, mm, I might do this. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you balance difficulty of classes in a semester? Okay. Do so you limit yourself to like a certain number of 400 levels or? Not necessarily. So I think it was last semester that I took three or four 400 level classes. And I will say like not even all 400 level classes are hard. I took. Totally. There were some that I took last semester that were a breeze. And I think they were a breeze because I also enjoyed the professor. And it was just really nice. There's some 100 and 200s that are harder than 400. Oh, yeah. So this semester I have one 200 level class that is so much work. There's like a fo- two forum posts every week. The readings are like over 100 pages per class. And like this. Goodness. Like it's absolutely ridiculous that truthfully I I haven't done a lot of the readings. Like if I'm being <laughs> completely honest. Um and then there was another, so my 600 level class, I mean, that's my thesis. And granted, there is a lot of work, but yeah. I would say that it's not as much 
work. It's project. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I, I enjoy it. Like, I look forward to reading. I will say, it is a crap ton of reading. There are over two, 300 pages um, a week that I've written or read for That's this season. Nuts. But I really much enjoy it. Um, and then my 100 level class this semester, it's not terrible. It's not great. It's a history class, but it's 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 all good. The final go. went better than I expected. I think. <laughs> I, I haven't taken most of my finals, so I'm not going to comment on that. <laughs> um, but I, I will offer some insight because econ classes and sort of yeah, econ classes in particular, you need balance. Mm-hmm. If you take more than two in a semester, it's getting dicey. Really? De- oh, definitely. So for econ classes, the one, two, three, four hundred that kind of follows difficulty. Oh, okay. So, I yes and no. Okay. One hundred one is a tough cookie, mm-hmm. just because you know that's one that weeds out. Yeah. And then there's four hundred, which is some sort of statistics, like uh, introduction to economic statistics or something like mm-hmm. that. It's tough, but it's manageable. I took it over the summer. Mm-hmm. Great choice. I would recommend <laughs> to take all your econ classes over the summer if you can. <laughs> um, 410, Introduction to Microeconomics, or no, just Microeconomics, whatever. One of the best classes I've ever taken. Mm-hmm. Defining in who I am as an individual and wow. why I love economics. Love that class. Um, 420, Macroeconomics. Don't love macroeconomics. Teacher was one of the best people I've ever met. 460, which is international economics. Mm-hmm. So difficult. So difficult. I, d- I don't know why. It was maybe like the mental state of COVID and everything. I just struggled in that class. Um, then it was market failures. Fantastic class. Once again, love the professor. Defining as to why I love economics. Mm-hmm. Really essential. And if you like 410, you'll love 415. Um, and then my last class was labor economics really interesting and kind of essential to what I want to do with my career. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I never doubled up and I got oh, two wow. B pluses out of all of those. Bad. That's I, I know, true. but that means I struggled uh, Yeah, because usually for me, econ classes were sort of like a breeze, not a breeze, but like I did the work. I got the good grade. Mm-hmm. And in those, I did the work and only barely got a good grade. Mm-hmm. So it's really like, if, if I can't imagine taking 410 and 400 in the same semester. So are all of the econ classes 400 level? For the major, yeah. Oh, wow. After 101, you need to take 101 and then three core 400s, two elective 400s, and one capstone 500. Interesting. It's tough. So with poly, I mean, and I'm sure you've seen this too, but like the 100 level is very vague. And then as you go up, it becomes like pretty niche yes, kind of stuff. Totally. And I like, I kind of like the niche stuff. Oh, the niche stuff is almost better than the vague stuff, to be honest yeah. with you. The vague stuff can get really confusing because you're like, where did we get what from? Like what's mm-hmm. going on? There's so many different random things that you just talk totally. about versus totally. focusing on one. Um, yeah, I, I guess we've both kind of gone through what. We like, don't like, and some of the, I guess, difficulties in registering for classes, even as seniors. Um, so we hope you guys have a, a yeah, <laughs> visit us next week. <laughs> We're on the European Soapbox. <laughs>
The European Soapbox podcast reflects only the opinions of the authors and do not reflect the views of any affiliated and or mentioned organizations. We are students still in the learning process, so information should be taken with a grain of salt and not blindly accepted. The information is for informational purposes only and do not intend to serve as any recommendation. We do not intend to isolate anyone on this podcast and encourage diversity and differences in opinion. The European Soapbox stands independently from the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill. The authors are the sole owners of the rights to the European Soapbox podcast. As students, we ask for the opportunity to grow and improve in our podcasting journey and progression as individuals. If you'd like to reach out to us, send us an email at europeansoapbox at gmail.com. This podcast is hosted by Cassandra Alvarino and Tim Fry. All music is produced by Till Iringer. That's T-I-L-L-Y-D-E-A-N dot W-A-V on Instagram. A special thanks to our friends, families, and supporters.